From the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky, this is That Driving Beat. My name's James. And my name is Uwe. And we are your radio dance party, bringing you mostly 60s, soul, R&B, garage rock, other mod tunes. That sounds good to you. Stick around. Matter, baby, you're acting very cold tonight. 
Is it because you're afraid to love me? Well, that's all right, because A little loving will never harm you A little loving should never alarm you A little squeezing is oh so pleasing So come on, baby, I'm not teasing cause So yeah, yeah So what if you told me last night I just gotta hear it just once more Thanks for joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat. We started, as we always do, with Willie Mitchell doing a, show, a song he probably probably intended to be our theme song. I think I, 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 I think he'd be happy, I hope. <laughs> I'm sure he wrote it for us. I always think he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. Yes. Uh, back in 1965, before either of us were born, uh, Willie Mitchell wrote us a theme song called That Driving Beat for this show. That one came out on High Records, of course, uh, out of Memphis. Uh, I followed that up with uh, just some kind of slightly funky uh, rhythm and blues party noise uh, instrumental there. Alfred Pee Wee Ellis, uh, he was he was the guy on the saxophone, uh, and uh, I believe James Brown was uh, was producing, and and it was the James Brown band I think uh, behind Pee Wee Ellis. That was Come On in the House, 1968 on King, and I played a record that actually was going to pass on today and. Uh Decided to, to play it one more time before I pass it on because I haven't listened to it in years and years and years and liked it so much that I played it. <laughs> on the and show. you may and you, you may not you may not move it along anymore. You may, uh, you may I, hold I on think to it. I do because I think I've uh, another copy. Oh, okay, yes, yes. So that was the Adventurers out of Pennsylvania with "It's All Right" on Randy from yeah. nineteen sixty two. I'm I'm gonna actually gonna play one at some point in the show this evening uh, that I'm. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about getting rid of it, and it is my only copy, um, but uh, it's one of those that, you know, it, it may be worth selling. It may be time to let it go, but I'm going to play it one, one more time on the show and see if, see if I can part with it. So we'll... Uh, if I like it, I might want it. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, enough I'll probably talk. play that in the next set. Let's, let's keep playing some Yeah, music. let's keep doing it. Well, uh, uh, one thing I do want to mention, this is a, a special show for us. Uh, it has been five years since we started doing... This show, That Driving Beat, uh, produced here at WXOX, 
We've been doing this for a long time now, and uh, it, it, I still I still enjoy it. I still come down long here. Exactly, we're doing it <laughs> five years. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still uh, I still enjoy coming down here to the Art FM studios with uh, a box of forty fives and uh, sharing them with the world. So. It's 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 not just a pleasure; it's an honor too. It is. It is. Uh, it's, uh, we're we are thrilled to get to do it. Uh, everything that that uh, is produced here at WXOX. Uh, in the WX, WXOX Art FM studio, it, it's all volunteer. Uh, none of us are getting paid for this. We just uh, we love what we do and we want to share it. Anyway, um, this is one that I apparently I've had for a while. If you listen to the show very often, uh, you've probably heard me say that I've got a, a large backlog of 45s that I've accumulated uh, from various places. And sometimes, and sometimes you know, when I buy a new stack at a flea, mar- flea market, I I grab the ones that are really great, and I, and I go ahead and get those cleaned up, and kind of get them get them integrated into my collection, make make some notes on them so I know what they are. And but I I don't get through all of them. Uh, and this is one I don't know when I got this record. It's been in one of my boxes that need to be gone through forever, and it's it's fantastic. Uh, I wish I hadn't uh, let it let it languish for so long. <laughs> um, here's the toys. 1968 on Musicor. I got my heart set on you.
Thank you for listening to Dead Driving Beat from the WXX LP Louisville Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Uwe. I'm James. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. And if you've been listening to our show... For five years. Because uh-huh. we've been around yeah. for five years. Uh, just uh, just this week. Thank you so much. Uh, you just said parrots drunk with money. Money, that's what I want on under records from 1960. Uh, Barrett Strong recently passed away, and uh, we want to remember him. He's this uh, little, like, respectful, like, uh, send-off. Yeah, yeah. He, I, it, it, We could easily do a two-hour show of just songs that either he was the, the vocalist on or that he wrote or produced. He, uh, he, he was mostly known uh, in his time with Motown as a writer and producer and and was responsible for just some of their major hits uh that that uh, song money that's what i want didn't come out on a motown label it came out on anna which was i believe that was owned by barry gordy's sister am i right there i i think it, w- it was it was a Gordy family member. It was, but it was also the one record that made the money to actually buy the studio. The yeah, building. yeah. That 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 was the first big enough hit uh that that gave uh, Barry Gordy, uh, who founded Motown, uh, gave him that that first kind of step into to have to uh, building a successful label of his own. Um, uh, we all have Barrett Strong to thank for that. Um, and yeah, that's a uh, that is uh, just just a great song. Uh, lots of people have covered Money uh, as well. You've probably heard heard other versions, which I will do a cover later. I I I, I saw it already. I saw what you're going to play. It's a yeah. good one. Um, 
Before Barrett Strong, you heard one from all the way back in 1959 on the Atlantic label, Clyde McFadder, Try Try Baby. Before that, Timmy Shaw, gonna send you back to Georgia on one from 1964. And we started out with the toys, doing some great Northern Soul there. I've got my heart set on you, Musicor from 1968. All right, back to the music. Yeah, I'm, I'm going up to current times here. Uh, we, we mostly play things from, oh, probably the late fi- 50s to the early 70s, but really, really centering uh, in the 60s here on that driving beat, because that's the kind of sound that we're really going for. Uh, but there are things uh, still being made uh, that uh, that have the sound, uh, that are that are influenced by, inspired by these old sounds that we like to play. And uh, while we don't really... We don't really, uh, personally, ourselves, seek out as, as many of these new sounds on vinyl, maybe as we should. Uh, sometimes we come across them. I mean, I've, I've got several uh, things, but, uh, you know, recorded and pressed to vinyl in the last 10 years or so, but we don't play a lot of it on the show. Uh, no, we do not play yeah. a lot of uh, but I do want to point out, we don't live in yesterday. We are looking and, we do and listen listening to, to new stuff, stuff today. Too. But we like the old stuff. We do, we do. Well, <laughs> well stuff that sounds old. At well, least. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, uh, somebody else that clearly likes the old stuff too is, is Aaron Fraser. He's uh, he's part of uh, the group, uh, the Soul Group, Duran Jones and the Indica- Indications, who uh, we've seen a couple of times, and they put on a great show. Uh, they they release records on Coal Mine, out of the, uh, the Cincinnati suburbs, uh, uh, Loveland, Ohio. Uh, Aaron Fraser is, uh, is is part of that band, but he's, he also does some solo stuff. This is one he put out on Coal Mine in 2021 uh, on 45 uh, RPM single. So that's how I'm playing it. Here's Aaron Fraser with Over You. Thank you. 
That's right. the kind of song that Driving Beat exists for, right there. Yeah, and I'm very happy to be able to share it with you guys. Uh, that was a new acquisition for me. I just uh, got this this Friday, late at night in a dark alley, and uh, <laughs> things exchange. Where these kind of deals go down. Yeah, um, I, I, I knew that uh, James already had that record, and I've been kind of a little bit jealous about that, and... Uh, now you have your own copy. And now I have my own, and I played it, and I'm happy as can be. That was Don Gardner with My Baby Likes to Boogaloo on True Glow Town from 1966. Before that, you heard uh, part one of the Atlanta Boogaloo. I don't really like the way they split that particular one into part one and part two, just right in the middle of a drum break. Um, but yeah, that was the, the Inclines out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm not sure when that came out. Sometime in the late 60s uh, ju- on just a little local label there called Gill. Gill Records. Um, that's the one I mentioned a little earlier in the show that I'm going to play. I was going to play one more time on the show because it, it's worth a little bit of money. And sometimes I like converting money into, or, or sorry, converting records into money to buy different records. <laughs> and so I wanted to play that one more time to see if uh, if that was when I'm ready to let go. And, and I think it is. Yeah. I, think I, I think I'm ready to let it go. It's good. It's good. Sometimes but, uh, you have to deal to be able to buy more stuff. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that was the Inclines, the Atlanta Boogaloo. But they Pro- were from Chattanooga, right? Yeah. Yeah. From Chattanooga. Was yeah. that an original song? Or was that a... I believe that was an original. So why did not the Ch- Chattanooga Boogaloo? You know, Chattanooga's close to Atlanta. They probably played down there a lot. You know, it's, oh, okay. it, would be, it would have been on their on their uh, all right on their tour uh, routine, I, I assume. But uh, yeah. Before that, Donny Albert, uh, a little piece of leather on all platinum from 1965, and one from just two years ago, 2021, on the coal mine label. We heard Aaron Fraser getting us started with a song that I just can't get enough of right now. I, I got that 45 recently uh, in the mail from, from Coal Mine, and it's great. Over You by Aaron Fraser. All right, coming up next, uh, this next artist is billed on the record as just Tim, which, of course, makes it just completely ungoogleable. You can't figure out uh, <laughs> who this is. It's on a it's on a little label called Celtex Records that I, I think I, I don't think much is known about what that was either uh so yeah i I don't know if anybody alive knows who tim was um i have a couple of friends named tim yeah i know some tims maybe it was one of them although none most of them weren't alive yet uh, when this was recorded sometime in the late 60s this is another one that uh i i can't i can't locate uh online on the usual sources when this might have been pressed somebody might know but uh yeah anyway great record though on celtex Here's Tim with I Need Your Love.
as promised, that was that uh, money cover. Uh, here it was called Money That's All I Want, and not That's What I Want. Uh, there was The Casuals from 1963 on Minaret Records. Before that, you heard the flip side of the Toys record uh, that I played earlier in the show. Uh, earlier in the show, I played what I think is the B-side, I Got My Heart Set On You. Um, that came out in 1968 on Musicor, and the one you just heard was their version of Sealed With A Kiss, um, which you, you probably recognize from other versions. Uh, the original version, uh, I had some notes on that, but I already put the sleeve away. Um, but I, I know the original version was a, it was kind of a dirge. I, I, I listened to it online, and uh, it's just a uh, de- deathly kind of ballad. <laughs> well, no, I'm not talking about the Brian Highland. And, okay. and then uh, Brian Highland uh, uh, had the first hit with it in, I think, 62. Um, there were other other groups and other, other uh, singers uh, that, that did versions to, to varying levels of success. Uh, I don't know that that toys. I don't think it really did anything in the charts from from, from what I know because that's that's one of the toys uh, rarer uh, records I think, which means it didn't sell as well at the time. It is so good, I but it's so this. good. I uh, want it. I need it. I have to go and find it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't mind saying that uh, the first version I think of that song that I ever heard as a kid was the Jason Donovan version, which I think came out in '88 or '89 and was a smash hit in uh, in the UK. Uh, I, I was living in Britain uh, at the time as a kid. And uh, Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue were were Australian soap stars on a, on a show called Neighbors that was big in Britain. Uh, Kylie and Jason both spun uh, spun that off into pop careers. Um, you've probably heard of Kylie Minogue. You probably haven't heard of Jason Donovan unless you happen to have been in England at the time. Kylie uh, uh, went a lot farther than uh, than Jason did, um, but Jason Donovan did uh, did a version. Of sealed with a kiss, that was a massive hit, and I think that was the first version I heard. Uh, but that toys version, I, to my ear, is a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Before the toys, Candy and the Kisses with the eighty-one on Cameo Records from nineteen sixty-four, and somebody just known as Tim did "I Need Your Love" to start us off on Celtex Records. We were we were looking online a little bit at kind of the connections on that record and credits and stuff, and trying to figure out and. And you know it it's probably from Texas, maybe from the Houston area. You know the the label is Celtex, so that would uh, that would indicate maybe Texas related. But I, I don't know. I don't know much about that other than the guy singing his name was Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dead Driving Beat from the WXXLP Louisville Studios here in Louisville, Kentucky. Schools, supermarkets, nightclubs, Americans should be free to live their lives in public without the threat of gunfire. Giffords, the nonprofit organization started by mass shooting survivor and former Congressman Gabby Giffords, believes that progress happens step by step. It starts with hope and then the courage to act on that hope. Together we can create a future free from gun violence. Learn more about common sense solutions for a peaceful future by visiting Giffords.org. All right. All right, this is a record that I didn't know this existed this time last week. Uh, and then a friend of ours that we met at the Keystone Soul Weekender uh, a few months back, a big Northern Soul DJ Weekender in uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, posted a, a copy of this for sale on uh, on his Instagram page. Uh, thanks, Scott, if you're listening. And uh, I got there first, uh, so I, <laughs> I, I now I now have this uh, this this copy uh, 
on the turntable here. Uh, yeah, because this is one that Fuve had seen at first. He would have bought it too, I think. Uh, so thanks, Scott. Uh, you, you got it. You got it to me in the mail here quickly. This is Ella Fitzgerald uh, from 1966. Oh, you need to say that again because people who listen to our show frequently, they will not quite believe oh, that you oh, just yes, said. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have I have told I have told Uwe a few times that uh, you know. When you're a kid and you don't understand what people are saying and you're trying to piece together, I, when I heard, pe- heard people talk about Ella Fitzgerald, I thought they were talking about elephants, Gerald. <laughs> so, but this is Ella Fitzgerald <laughs> doing a, a, a fantastic version of these boots. We're made for walking. This is a live uh, a live recording. Generally, I don't really like live recordings. They don't. I don't think they work very well for radio play and and on forty fives. But this one works great. Ella Fitzgerald on her own label, uh, Sala Sala Records, which is Ella's spelled backwards from nineteen sixty six. These boots are made for walking. You ain't been right yet 
pretty brown eyes Your wavy hair I won't go home no more Cause you're not there I'm telling you now Like I told you before I'm so in love with you Don't leave me no Listening to WXOXLP Louisville.
Second hour of Dead Driving Beat, live from the WXX LP Louisville's uh, studios, worldwide on artxfm.com. My name is Uwe. And I'm James. We just played Lee Dorsey, Can You Hear Me? And that was the title of the song, not... Uh, <laughs> can, can, you can, can you hear me? I'll, I'll turn you up a little. <laughs> <laughs> that came out on Amy in 1965. And before, you, for, yeah, before that, you heard one by The Rays from 1959 on XYZ. That was Mediterranean Moon. Wonderful. What's up, Wonderful. Nice, sir? All right, this is one by The Sand Pebbles on the Kala label. Uh, they, they had a, a fairly big hit. Uh, we just... We just Said its uh, its name 
in conversation off mic, and I've forgotten what it was. What is what is what is the Sand Devils big hit on Cal? Oh, it's in my brain, but I can't bring it up. Never um, mind. Anyway, I'll, I'll come to me. This this is this is this is one of their uh, one of theirs that, that didn't didn't do as well. Um, they actually they recorded I think maybe two or three singles for Cala, uh, and then changed their name to Sea uh, and the Shells. And I've got at least one by Sea and the Shells went on to a Cotillion uh, label. Um, I think they had to change their name because maybe Cala owned the name. Oh, Love Power, of course. Yes, yeah. That's that's uh, that was their biggest hit on Cala uh, under the name uh, the Sand Pebbles before they went on to Sea and the Sea and the Shells. Um, but here is the Sand Pebbles with Forget It, Cala, nineteen sixty seven. If you think she puts you on your
Classic, the precisions. If this is love, I'd rather be lonely. On Drew from 1967. Before that, uh, a major Motown hit. We don't play many uh, of the the major hits on this show, but they're great songs. I don't know why we don't. We should play more. <laughs> that was Four Tops doing Bernadette 1967 on Motown, and I, I apologize for uh, starting that Precisions record a little too early. We are working from vinyl here on that driving beat, and. Uh, Sometimes we screw up, like I just did. Yes, you do. <laughs> At least it's, it was your record. You screwed up, not mine. Yeah, yeah. I started yours while mine was still going. Yeah. <laughs> Before that, another. Uh, I think it, it was pretty much a, a major hit too. Innocent Charlie Fox, "La Di Da," I love you on cymbal from 1964. The cool part about that particular copy I have. Uh, it's a, a, a promo copy, and uh, promo copies are not that unusual in uh, in what we do. That was the the records that the, the record companies gave out to radio stations and DJs to promote the record, basically, and play them on the radio before you know uh, there was no internet, so you know you couldn't just put it on on. on couldn't just email them a, you know. an MP3. Yeah. And uh, but as far as I, I I've been searching for a while now, and I could never see I've never seen another 
digicopy, either in the wild or on the internet. Well, yeah, of that particular white label. The 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 uh, the regular symbol label is black with uh, some red and other colors on it. I think. Yeah, but but yeah, that's a very simple no, white n- promo. No promo copy at all. Oh, even on the regular black label, none of those. No, you haven't seen it, huh? Interesting. So I don't know. But what yeah, that's a, there. that's an unusual one. That says just a white label with the black text on it. It's is a uh, so some some promos from various record companies do look like that, but yeah, uh, and the symbol. The Chucky production is nearly as big as the names of the of the uh, <laughs> artists. Oh yeah, Juggy Juggy's uh, production credit on there. Yeah. Oops, I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to see that. Need it to. is. Uh, oh yeah, and we started out with the Sand Pebbles doing "Forget It," 1967 on Kala. That was a good song. I, I want to hear that again. Not today, but uh. <laughs> I can play it one more time before the show's done. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you were listening a little earlier in the show. On that driving beat today, uh, you heard me play a um, a current, uh, a, a modern uh, song from the last few years by Aaron Fraser. We don't do a lot of that here on that driving beat. We mostly play stuff from the 60s or near to the 60s. But I'm going to play another current one uh, today. This is actually from an LP that I just picked up. We almost never play LPs either. But this song hasn't come out on 45. Uh, there's another song on this LP that did come out on 45. This one hasn't. I kind of feel like if it did, uh, it might get it might get noticed in the, uh, the, uh, the 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 northern soul, rare soul dance kind of scene because I think it works well with uh, these old '60s tunes. It's by a group called the Freedom Affair. Their album from uh, 2020 is called Freedom Is Love. They're a group out of Kansas City, Missouri, or maybe Kansas City, Kansas. I'm not sure. Kansas City. Um, this is uh, this is on that Freedom Is Love album. Um, it's called Heartaches Don't Come Easy. If I was playing this out for a dance floor, I would probably uh, fade in towards the end of the intro. It's got a pretty long intro. It's a it's a nice intro. I like it. But uh, I would probably drop right into the uh, the more upbeat dance songs, uh, DJing out, but or the more the more upbeat dance part of the song. Uh, but since I'm playing on the radio, I'm going to play the whole thing, including the, the the very nice intro. Freedom Affair, Heartaches Don't Come Easy.
Recorded in 1966 and uh, pretty hard to find on the original vinyl. Uh, this is a reissue from uh, Britain. Came out in 1972 on the Tumblr Motown label. Gladys Knight and the Pips just walk in my shoes and it was a major, major hit in the Northern Soul scene. So Motown released it in Britain on the Tumblr Motown label. Six yeah, years after it was originally uh, released in, in the United States and didn't really do well. Yeah, one, one of many uh, American soul records, and, and especially, uh, specifically Motown records, that, uh, that found new life in the early 70s in Britain and, and yeah, got a reissue, or sometimes the first issue uh, in Britain in the 70s, yeah, years after they were recorded and became chart hits. Um, before that, Spellbinders, The Spellbinders with A Little on the Blue Side, 1966, on Columbia. Before that, something different a little bit. A uh, little jazz R&B instrumental there. Googie Renee combo, Smokey Joe's Lala on Class from 1966. And, st- and uh, started that set out with a, a release from 2020. That was, that was almost brand new, uh, as far as we're concerned here <laughs> on that driving beat. You heard the Freedom Affair off their LP, Freedom is Love, Heartaches Don't Come Easy. That one came out on Sunflower Soul Records in 2020, and uh, that is still a current in-print, in-print release. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't do, the mo- do many of those on here. <laughs> I just liked it, so I wanted to play it. All right, coming up next, uh, this is the, the flip side of the four tops that I played uh, a little while ago from uh, 1967 on Motown. Uh, I played the, the hit side, the A side, Bernadette. Great song. Uh, I think the B-side might even be a little bit better for uh, for what I'm looking for. Here's the four tops with I Got a Feeling. When you're in my
We're a little confused here, but that's, that's uh, why we... <laughs> we're just trying to f- remember what we're doing here on yeah. the radio. That uh, was a good song. Anyway... Uh, we haven't heard uh, that one in a while <laughs> on the show. Thank you for listening to That Driving Beat uh, from the XX Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Uwe. I'm James. And you just heard the poets with She Blew a Good Thing, and we just blew it here too, I think. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we came in before we meant to. I, I, don't, I don't know what we did. I don't know what we're doing here. We don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> that came out on Symbol Records from 1966. And uh, yeah, before that you heard the Four Tops doing the flip side of Bernadette, I Got a Feeling. Coming up next, some Philadelphia soul here on the Gamble label from 1969. We're about to hear The Intruders. Every day is a holiday.
Thanks for listening to that driving beat. We're just about done this week, but we'll be back. What was that we just hear? That was the Isley Brothers on United Artists from 1964. Who's that lady? Very smooth. Very smooth. Joe Tex doing the peck before that, 1962 on dial. Before that, Bunny Siegler, Let the Good Times Roll and Feel So Good on Parkway from 67. And that was some uh, some Philly soul there. Started it out with some some more Philly soul, The Intruders. Every day is a holiday, 1969 on Gamble. If you want to find us on social media, you can search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook and figure out uh, what we're doing on the show and out there in the real world. Um, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on that driving beat. You're going to hear one by Ricky Allen. It's a mess, I tell you. It's on uh, Bright Star Records from 1967. Too much.